Hello and welcome to the Crying Burns Calories podcast. I'm your host, Katie Saltzman, personal trainer, nutrition coach, entrepreneur, creator, and expert in teaching women how to take back control of their health, their mindset, and their happiness. Most of you know me as a nutrition coach, but this podcast and this platform is going to be so much more. This is a place where I want to be able to talk about it all. Yes, of course, health and fitness, but also relationships, social media, adulting, hormones, just life. I want this podcast to cover all the ups and downs, and I want you to know that you're not alone. Ultimately, I'm here to give you the confidence to break through what's holding you back, to embrace who you fully are and show up authentically in life. Because life is messy. It's not perfect and it's not meant to be. So grab your wine, a drink, or if you're like me, that chocolate or that ice cream, because it's time to take our stories and the things we go through and make them our superpower. It's time to laugh, cry, learn, and understand that we are all in this together. So let's dive in. I am so excited you're here for this episode. We're going to jam all about activity trackers, what they do, the benefits of them, and then compare and contrast two of the ones that I've been using for the last, I don't know, four, maybe five months, the Apple Watch and the Aura Ring. I would say two of the main competitors on the market outside of the Whoop Band. I've never used the Whoop Band. I have clients that use it. I've heard a lot of good things about it, but I can't truly give my honest opinion because I've never, ever worn it. And I don't like to recommend something that I haven't hands-on used myself, but these two I've used myself. So I'm excited to be able to give you the compare and contrast and the differences so you can make the decision on what one is best for you. And then also if an activity tracker is best for you. I think activity trackers became really popular, like, I don't know, maybe 10, 15 years ago, but they were really geared towards steps and how many steps you're getting every single day, like the Fitbit or just wearing a step tracker in general became super popular um, when everyone was trying to hit their 10,000 steps, which I love, right? Like that's a positive thing to be able to encourage you to get more activity, but they've come a long way since just the typical step trackers of like, Hey, let's get a little bit more movement and walk more. And what's happened is we have so much more technology, right? We have these activity trackers that are monitoring our heart rate, our stress, monitoring calories. We can set all the different types of workouts that we're doing. So it's not just telling us how many calories we're burning during you know, movement, it's giving specific workouts and also heart rate and details on the workouts that we're doing. And on top of that, it's giving us a total daily calorie burn. And all of this information is amazing for somebody like me, who's a nerd with info. I love to see sleep, stress, recovery, um, heart rate during a workout. I like to be able to monitor that for numbers and also for activity. Like I want to monitor how well I'm recovering from certain activities or workouts, but for a lot of people, this can be a really negative thing. The more information we get information overload, it adds an extra stress in the body where we become obsessed with it. Some of us can't do a workout without our Apple watch on. We feel like 
it doesn't count if we don't have it on, or we get upset if we didn't track the workout with our Apple watch. And I can understand that to a certain extent, but it's pulling back and saying, whoa, 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 what is the point of this workout? What is the point of this movement? What is the point of the data? And if the point for you is to see how many calories you burn and to burn this many a day, then that is some self-destructive thoughts and not approaching your health and fitness in a really positive way. So when it comes to that one, we need to shift our mindset, but we also have to have a better intention around what we're doing. Our workouts are typically to get stronger, to get more confident, to feel better. And if our activity tracker isn't contributing to that, if it's doing the opposite, if it's stressing you out, if it's giving you frustration, that is a time where I say, pull away from it. There's been a lot of clients where we've had the honest conversation of, is this a healthy thing for you? Especially a client that's dealing with like, that's really triggered with the scale. That's really triggered when it comes to seeing calories in calories out and numbers are hard for them to process because they directly relate it to their body. And maybe they're in a position where they're really unhappy with the way their body looks at that moment. That is a time where we pull back from the activity tracker and we focus less on the obsession around numbers and more on the obsession around feeling our best every single day. What is one thing we can do to feel good every single day? And when we take the activity tracker off, then all of a sudden the workouts are not based off of calorie burn, which you never want your workouts based off of calorie burn. We're actually tracking progress and reps and sets and increasing weight and doing true progressive strength training because we're not worried about calories. You know, for a lot of women, we start with activity trackers. And as soon as we see the heart rate drop, we're, you know, doing our strength training. And in between strength training, we're doing mountain climbers to keep our heart rate up. But you're actually taking away the purpose of true strength training. You're taking away the strength portion of it, the progression out of strength, because you will never be able to lift heavier with a super high heart rate. And you're focused only on calories. So you're doing yourself a disservice. So if you're somebody that has an unhealthy relationship with activity trackers, it is not necessary. It is not something you have to have. However, it can be beneficial um, and helpful in certain periods of your health and fitness journey. For me, I've developed a really healthy relationship with them, but that did take me time. So feel free to pull back from it for a little bit, refocus on things, start seeing progress outside of any activity tracker because obsession literally does absolutely nothing for us but increase stress and cortisol. And then there might be a time and a place where you add it back in in a healthy way or you decide that it doesn't serve you at all. But on the other end of it, it's really helpful for a lot of my clients that are very data focused, including myself. You love to see the data you're, you know, you're in your groove with progressive strength training. You're not just doing tons of cardio every single day and trying to crush the most amount of calories. You're actually aware of what's going on in your body and how to read the data, which is really, really important. So let's kind of talk about the two different ones that I've been wearing the Apple watch versus the aura ring, the data that they give the things that you can see, and then compare and contrast the two because they are different. I'll be honest, I've been wearing both of them and it is a little bit, it is a little bit aggressive to be wearing both the Apple Watch and Aura Ring. I assumed that the Aura Ring would be replacing my Apple Watch. That was a wrong assumption for me. I did, clearly didn't do my research. To be honest, I got the Aura Ring to track my basal body temperature because about a year and a half ago, I got a copper IUD out. I took back control of my hormones. And it was very important to me to one, not get pregnant, 
two, to start to understand my cycle and ovulation more, um, and to three, be able to have something that I am tracking. So that is the reason I got the aura ring, but I figured it would be also an activity tracker that would be like the Apple watch, but also have, um, the added basal body temperature. So let's talk about just the Apple watch and what it's, what it's best for when it comes to activity. And when it comes to technology, the Apple watch does it really, really well. If you're looking for a solid activity tracker for steps, for calories, for total calories, um, little bit of heart rate work, but mainly just an activity tracker. This is fantastic. It truly is. It does the best with heart rate. It's very accurate. It's very consistent. It's easy to use. It's user-friendly. The app is fantastic. And you can also, um, obviously have like text and phone calls coming through some people. That's a good thing. Some people that's not a good thing. But for me, if I'm getting a workout, my phone's on the other side of the room or, you know, my phone is somewhere else and I have a text come through on my watch, it's easy for me to see, which is great. It's convenient. It's a really, really good all-in-one activity tracker. And if that's what you're going for, the heart rate, the calorie burn, the steps, and being able to see the different workouts, then this is fantastic for you. The cons of the Apple Watch is the battery is horrific. Like this will last not even a full day. I charge it every single night. It says it tracks your sleep, but the only way it tracks your sleep is if you remember to charge it that day and then wear it throughout the night. But then you wake up in the morning and you're like at 70% charged. And by middle of the day, you have to charge it again. And so you have to get in a good groove of when to charge it if you wanted to wear it to sleep because it does not even last a full day. I take my chart mine off the charger in the morning and by 8 p.m., 9 p.m. at night, it's giving me a notification and a buzz that says it is at 10%, under 10% battery, and I have to charge it, which kind of sucks. It's like you think the Apple Watch would have a better battery life, and you wouldn't be having to charge it every single night, just like your cell phone. So look at it like a cell phone almost. It, it, it is in comparison to a cell phone battery where you're having to charge it every single day um, because it's constantly at use. So those are my cons with it. It also doesn't really do good a good job for um, recovery and stress. It's, it, I would say it's not it's not its jam, right? It's not what it's meant to do. It's meant to track your activity, not really your recovery, your progress, anything with your cycle. And for a lot of my females in their 30s and 40s that don't want to be on birth control, that want to track their cycle, that maybe have some hormone imbalance going on that are trying to learn how to reconnect to their body, stress scores, recovery scores, and then body temperature scores are really, really important because it gives you a good gauge of where your body is at. Again, most of us are disconnected from our body and it's a good way to learn how to reconnect with it to where, you know, it's like, Hey, your recovery is dropped. Your body temperature is spiking. Your heart rate is up. This isn't a good day to push your body. And then you start to be like, Oh, I, I am actually kind of tired. And I am feeling like that. It's giving you the data of your body and the data doesn't lie. Our emotions lie because we base so much of what we do off of emotions. For example, if we were supposed to have a rest day and we wake up in the morning and we're feeling bloated and gross, it's like, I'm not going to have a rest day. I need to burn calories. I need to lose weight, blah, blah, blah. Your mind goes in a million different places. That is focusing on emotion, not data. 
What's cool about the Aura Ring is that it's really data focused. So now that you know pros and cons of the Apple Watch, highly recommend. Let's go pros and cons of the Aura Ring. Again, the price difference really isn't, look, there are different levels of Apple Watches. There are different levels of Aura Rings. The price difference isn't really that crazy. It's just what do you want to focus on? So when it comes to the Aura Ring, what it does fantastic is the data, like to a T. It's so good. My basal body temperature was the biggest pain to try and track every single day. And I don't have to do that anymore. I wake up in the morning and it's tracked my body temperature for me. And if you track your cycle and ovulation through your basal body temperature, it is an absolute godsend. I will never not have it. It's also very aware of body temperatures, but also heart rate fluctuations when you don't sleep good. I mean, I obviously alcohol affects the way, um, how deep of sleep that you get into. And this is how I started realizing how insanely accurate the aura ring is. For example, I went out for a glass of wine the other night. That night, because alcohol affects your REM sleep, your deep sleep, that night my heart rate was raised because I had the glass of alcohol and I didn't get nearly as much REM sleep as I usually get. And I would have known that before, but this watch actually like picks up on all of that. It's it's direct correlation to stress on your body, to your recovery and how hard you can push it. And it gets you to start to really understand and become aware of how certain situations, how certain days, workouts, whatever it might be, react to your body, which is really freaking cool. And it also simplifies it in a really amazing way. The app is very user-friendly. I open it up. I have my activity score. I have my readiness score, which happens to be at an 85 today, which is optimal and really good for me. It not only gives you your sleep, but it breaks it down into efficiency, Um, your restfulness, how much you moved, your REM sleep, your deep sleep, your light sleep, how long it took you to fall asleep. So it becomes really um, cool when you're diving in with clients and they're like, yeah, I'm having trouble sleeping. Cool. So like, what are you having trouble with? Like, maybe it says you woke up four times. So we can directly relate that to like, we might be having a cortisol issue if you keep waking up in the middle of the night. It just gives really cool data and breaks it down in such a simple way. When it comes to steps and total calorie burn, super accurate, spot on with my Apple watch. I would say it took it maybe two weeks to sort of get my algorithm's body, my body's algorithm to be able to match up to the Apple watch. And then once it's did, the calories and the steps were almost spot on. The cons, my one and only con of the aura ring is that when it comes to activity, not its jam. It's not what it's there for. It's there for the info. It's there for the data. So unlike the Apple watch where you can hit on the screen, Hey, I'm strength training right now. And it's tracking your heart rate while you're strength training. The only things you can track in real time on the aura ring are walking, running, and cycling. It will track your heart rate in real time. Outside of that, you have to go into the aura ring app and say, Hey, from 12 to one, I did one hour of strength training at this intensity and between your body temperature, your heart rate, it averages out about how many calories you would have burned then, but it doesn't track your heart rate in real time with those workouts. And you also, because it's a ring, you have to go on the app to set any sort of workout in there. It won't do it on your watch. Just like you can press it, you can click it, you can go, um, so it's kind of a pain to have to go into the app every single time and set your workouts. 
And it doesn't, you know, you can't like on my Apple watch, I can just go to it and see how many calories and see how many steps or a ring you have to do the app. However, it's a lot more simple. It's just a ring. You don't have the text coming through the calls coming through. It's a little bit less obsession because you don't have all of that data there. And so for any of my women that are feeling really, really like overly obsessed or overwhelmed with activity trackers being on all the time and being told where they're at, Aura Ring's a really good option for you because you almost forget that it's there. It's super fashionable. It's really, really comfortable. And my favorite thing about the Aura Ring is it lasts five days. The charge lasts five freaking days, which is amazing. I get to charge it once a week and that is it. I don't have to worry about it. I wear it to bed. It's waterproof. It's all the things, super user-friendly. But when it comes to workouts, which I love, it's it's a little bit off their game. I'm hoping they're coming out with more technology. It seems like they're rolling out more technology to be able to track heart rate in real time and to be able to track workouts more accurately. But you will always have to go into the app to set them because it's a ring um, and because of the way it is. However, way more compact than the Apple Watch, but you don't get the texts and the calls. So those are the pros and cons of the Aura Ring. Overall, what one would I choose? If I had to choose one or the other, I'm still wearing both of them. I would choose the Aura Ring hands down through and through because I know that I'm still getting a good workout with my strength training. I'm not focused, hyper-focused on calories burned. It tells me my steps, where my movement is for the day. Um, so I don't need that. It gives me so much information on my body and data with my cycle and my heart rate and body temperature that I love that so much. It's really helped me reconnect to my body. With that being said, if you're not looking for that at all, and you just want a really fantastic activity tracker, then I would 100% go with the Apple watch, um, because that's going to be your jam. So let me know what you thought of this episode. A, a lot of you have been asking me my opinion on, on both of these activity trackers. And I was going to do it as a content on Instagram or TikTok. And I'm like, why don't I just jam out on a podcast episode? Because there's so much I want to say. There's no way I'll be able to fit it into 90 seconds, especially with how chatty I am. So let me know what you thought of this episode. If you have any extra questions, send them my way. Let me know what your favorite is, the Apple Watch or the Aura Ring. I want to hear your experiences. Thank you for listening and I will see you in the next episode. If you vibe with this episode, I would love to hear from you. You know at Crying Burns Calories, we are all about community and connection and just changing the conversation about life for women. So if this episode was helpful for you, I would love if you could tag me, share it on your Instagram stories so I can thank you and also so we can just continue to get the message out and growing this amazing community.